Blog Talk Radio. Every single day, something's gonna come your way, good or bad. You don't need to hang your head, gotta make a move instead. Don't be mad, there's always a way to get everything the positive in your life. Nothing can stop you now. This is Shay Meminger. Yes, and you are listening to The Good Life. The Good Life promotes a commitment to a lifestyle of resourcefulness. This is a movement. We are about celebrating the innovators, the risk takers, the movers, the shakers, the go-getters, those who go open other doors, those who find a way to make it all happen. We call them our do-gooders, and that's you, our listening audience, of course. That's right, and before we start anything, and you know we are always broadcasting live, and before we get into our conversation, we always want to take the time out to thank our community and our friends, our families, and everyone who supports us um, with our, the, towards the tangible vision of, of this endeavor. We never take it lightly, the power to inspire, the power to influence, and the power to empower, and as you receive it, you know what you got to do. You got to pay it forward, everybody, so our do good is our lives are open. You you can call in right now. The number is 347-838-8917. That number again is 347-838-8917. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Adiago, what's, what's good, girl? What's going on? Girl, <laughs> I am still... I am still in the reeling in the aftermath of the Oscars. I don't know if yes. you were around... But I sure enough did watch a little bit, a little segment. You know, I had I to saw catch Chris Rock. Here and there. Yes, I had a little to, here I, and I, there. Yes, I catched a mm. little here and there. I couldn't, I couldn't um, stay too long. My ADHD was kicking in, and it was right. quite, um, yeah, it was <laughs> quite intense for those moments. But I, I did catch the highlights. And, I, I caught um, the highlights. Yes. Yeah. So mm. let's let's chat about that. Let's chat. What are your thoughts? Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is the thing. Um, I heard, this is I heard that he had to redo his speech, his opening monologue, to reflect basically the situation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as do good as as you know, there's been some definite disappointment with the lack of diversity in um, Academy Award nominations and just you know, highlighting and celebrating um, actors of of color. And so, um, you know, just in light of everything that happened, I think in light of, um, you know, even with Jada Pinkett making her announcement, um, you know, partitioning for basically the the boycotting of the Oscars, um, it was alleged that that, uh, Chris Rock had to change his opening monologue. And this this is the thing. What I watched, because I only watched really for the – I watched for the opening – and I wanted to see if Leonardo DiCaprio was going to win his award. And um, did not disappoint at all. Um, and this is the thing. He had to address the elephant in the room. 
and and mm-hmm. what I noticed is that there were laughs. He did very well, but I think it was an uncomfortable shuffling, shuffling of the shuffling of the room. And what do you do? I mean, what do you do? I, I, I think he, I think he, it was excellent. Um, there were there, there was one moment when I was a little confused, but um, when Stacey well, Dash well, came, well, I, I kind of understood. <laughs> I understood, but I think that that one, I think that joke went kind of flat. Um, it went over everybody's head if, if they weren't too familiar with um, Stacey Dash and her recent career endeavors. But I think he did an awesome job. I think he addressed the elephant in the room. I think it was as, as uncomfortable as it, as it should have been and, 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 and that it was expected to be. A man came out to public enemy fight the power. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, <laughs> Which I was think, an intro think, and an outro. Right. And I, I think... Here's a here's the here's the the funny thing, is that um, I think that people had an idea or have this weird misconception of who Chris Rock is, and I think you know because we don't really see him, um, you know, in on TV a lot. Sometimes we forget, you know, what type of of um, controversial figure, public mm-hmm. figure he is, mm-hmm. and I. I was reading, you know, um, a lot of the the things that were being said prior to the Oscars about, you know, the people's opinion about Chris Rock shouldn't host it, and I didn't agree with that because I remember, um, you know, Chris Rock's stand-up, you know, movies, his mm-hmm. the HBO specials, and how he would just really polarize issues, you know. Like, I, I, I will never forget, you know, the joke that he made about the D in the glass you know, with females and male relationships, and it's supposed to be platonic, so basically it's a D in the glass, a male part in a glass, and you use it when it's an emergency and you break the glass, and just thinking about, okay, so this man created this whole, you know, joke about, you know, a woman feeling like a platonic male friend is a, you know, satisfaction, you know, an emergency. So is he really going to dumb himself down during the Oscars? I think he's going to be just as, you know, exciting and as controversial as he's always been. And like you said, he didn't disappoint. You know, Chris Rock is unashamedly black. (laughs) Unapologetically. And and it's not, you know what, that's part of it too. But as you were talking, I just realized, and subconsciously I know this, you know, every comedian can't hold, you know, there's certain stages that every comedian can't, is un- unable to command, okay? Right. There's just certain arenas. Every comedian is not going to be able to go into Madison Square Garden and sell out. Every comedian is not going to be able to host, you know, these global platforms as, such as the Academy Awards. You know, there's certain people that can really, and, and, and especially do it in a way where they are addressing um, social ills, political situations and all of that and it'd still be funny and it'd still be um it'd be relevant, it'd be funny and all of that into one. You know, and Chris Rock, uh Dave Chappelle, you know, these are the artists that can these are the comedians that can. And so right. also another thing that I think that makes him so unapologetically uh black and whatever it is is the fact that he's already he's not in a position where he's trying to make it. 
Right, right, <laughs> you know what I'm right. Saying? He's right. already made it. He's already made. He's reached, and I'm sure he's. You know, Chris Rock is is definitely a consummate professional, and I'm sure there are other goals he wants to reach uh, personally and professionally. But he has, he has, has definitely reached some milestones. He has done it. So you're not dealing with somebody on the stage that's wondering, wondering if they're gonna lose something. Or, right. or uh, I'm not going to be able to reach this level because I done said this. And and be and, and the in the absence of that, he can be unapologetically whatever he's going to be in that moment. You understand what I'm saying? Whereas somebody else that's still trying to maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe trying to campaign for that kind of platform, maybe they wouldn't be so uh, outwardly, you know, outspoken. <laughs> as right. a Chris Rock, but everybody right. can't. Everybody can't man that stage. Every comedian can't man that stage, and I think they chose no. the right one. Not at all. They chose now, what the did right you one. think about? What did you think about the the joke that he made about Rihanna? Because well, that seems to be that ooh, seems to be like the huge was, thing. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you this, and it has nothing to do with. I know he likened it to. Um, Jada Pinkett and and but the, un- underlying what he's basically saying is you know if you're not invited you're not really making the impact that you think you know you understand what I'm saying is you right. can't boycott something you were well you can it's about access and did you even have access to it you know right. I, I, right. I, to me I think it was a great I think it was a statement that we have to um, consider. And to examine, you know, um, the question is, how much of an impact can you make if you're not even on the list? Right. And I think I think what a, a lot of times what we forget is these are just jokes, people. Right. They're jokes. You know, but I people think... Are human, people are human and they're going to take it personal and you never we, know if you're on the other end of those statements how you would be feeling. So. I, I understand. I, I just feel like in all overall, I think we've become way too sensitive about things. Like just way too sensitive. You can't you can't make a joke. Like this man is a comedian. What did you think that he was going to do? Going to make people uncomfortable. He's going think again, think about what type of comedian Chris Rock is. He's not necessarily a um I'm trying to think of of a, a comedian who who makes jokes but doesn't try to offend people. And my, you know, right now my brain is is kind of um, turned off with like the list of comedians. But I mean, Robert Williams probably would have done the same thing. It would have been a different person, but it would have been the same type of. I don't know too joke. many comedians that make jokes and don't offend. Somebody is going to be offended <laughs> some, exactly. at some point in time. But this is the thing: the offense. But the offense is when he made that. Statement about you weren't you weren't invited. Do you do you think? And this is a question I'm putting out there. Do you think he was making an indictment on acting ability, or just the fact that um, there were certain actors that were not invited in terms of you didn't get them, you didn't even receive a nomination? Do you think he was talking about that? Just I, the fact I of nomination that, or yeah, ability? I think it was just the fact that, and I don't no. even think that it was about ability. Jada Pickett hasn't acted in anything. You're she's standing up on she's she's standing up on behalf of her husband who is in a movie. Now, her husband hasn't even said anything about the lack of diversity or the lack of nomination. He hasn't spoken out. She did. 
And I think that mm-hmm. that's where, for me, that's where I interpret it. Because what has Jada Pinkett acted in in the last few years? What do I, hold on, wait, 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 back up. Because she had a, she, she has a, well, this is the thing. A lot of times when you don't see people in front of the camera, doesn't mean they're not behind the camera. And that's just even more viable. Being behind the camera is even more viable. Just like with um, musicians, just because you don't hear them having an album don't mean that they're not in London somewhere touring. So we can't necessarily, oh, in terms of in the in the profession, we can't necessarily look at that. But definitely. you have to understand that okay, they so were, she was a veteran when, you know, that union kind of came together in a sense. Like she was doing it and doing it right. on a regular. Have We're you seen her in recent, anything recent? recent uh, I, I haven't. Yeah. But you, but that doesn't mean that work is not being done. And then she's, in my eyes, has become a humanitarian in, in various regards. Like she has really, and then she, um, at some point, she was doing, and she's still doing music. So her life has expanded and grown in so many different ways. Um, not We're just acting, she has evolved yeah. as, a, as a woman. So my thing is that she's going to stand up, and and people are saying, and I have to say, you know, the critique is, you know, well. Um, and then what I've heard is it's because, you know, that he didn't receive the nomination, and so that's what, had he had he received the nomination, would the statement still have been made? That, I don't know. I think sometimes you have to give people the benefit of the doubt um, with regards to that, but I think that's where the criticism, that's where the kind of side eye and the public um, kind of fell upon that as, in terms of what well, it was because he wasn't nominated. The fact of the matter is these things that we're talking about now have always been the case. I can name a whole lot of, um, uh, of talented, talented actors of color um, who, are, have, who have not been recognized and who really are not where they could be and should be even in the industry. So this is not anything new. I mean, um, last year, I mean, because, <laughs> just because, now we had Lupita, one, when was that, what, two years ago? That was, That was yeah, like two, two years, years or so ago, right? I, I mean, time is, you know, so there were times when, hey, we had a, we had some, some highs and we had some lows, but it's always been the case that generally when you look at the percentage of nominees and who's that of color, we're lacking, you know, and, and that's, and that's just if you're looking at, uh, black actors in terms of who's being nominated. We haven't even gotten to Asian Americans, Hispanic Americans, Native Americans. One right. guy got up there and won. One of, um, oh, I forgot where he was from. I don't think he said Cuba. It was, I can't remember what country it was, but the man got up there and got his award, and he said, this is the first award for my country. The first award for his country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? So we, right. so in terms of diversity, there's a lot more that needs to be done, and it's not just on the part of African Americans. It's other minority right. groups too that have definitely I, I been feel, shut I out. Feel that, right, and I, I feel that a lot of times we focus on, like you said, we focus on, um, you know, the whole colorism of, you know, these award shows. But you know, I think what really needs to be brought to the attention of all the parties involved is the quality of the art. You know, we can make a fuss all we want to, but if the art that's being presented isn't quality, we can't expect people to take us seriously. You know what I'm saying? Sure, there's lots of movies about with people of color in them, but 
is it something that is worthy of an Oscar nomination? When you think about movies that have been nominated for Oscars, they're not, and I'm going to name a movie, they're not Fifty Shades of Black. You know, listen, I did not know that The Color Purple was nominated 11 times, and 11 times every time that the category was called, they lost. Yes. I had no idea. I mean, I know they did not win for that shit, you know, that kind of thing, but I didn't know that they were nominated for 11 different categories. Because I had watched some documentary on Hollywood and, and um, the it was a documentary I, I saw a couple, maybe about a week ago, and it was talking about the Academy Awards and th- different things of that nature, and... <clears throat> Uh, it was one lady, um, and she, she, I guess, I don't know if she was uh, on the, obviously she was on the crew at some point, and she said, yeah, it was a hard night to sit through because we were nominated 11 times, and we, 11 times, and not you. Right. But even the movie like The Color Purple, as much as I love that movie, when and and I guess because I I read the book, and I read it I read the book several times, and as mu- probably as much as I've watched the movie, the movie, in my opinion, this is just this is just me, and I know I'm gonna get crucified, and I'll probably get my my and black. I think you are. If you about to say what you about to say, because okay. I've never heard a black person say what you about to say right now, ever I, in life. I, <laughs> Haven't read the book. I really you have don't. read the book. I've read the book several times. Oh, okay. Well, I don't the book like. Mm-hmm. I don't like the movie as a depiction of the book. It's too well. It's not. That's the di- see. I, let me because I, I think because Shay, I don't know because this is kind of like my area. Okay, so let me tell you the book. And the movie is not going to be the same thing. You oh, have no, not, not authors, no. you have authors, and then you have screenplay writers. And to some extent, the screenplay, the screenplay uh, is going to have to, the screenplay writer is going to have to, to take some creative license, even more so with the book, to make it into um, even more interesting cinema. Okay, for the audience. And some things that work in the book as an author don't necessarily translate to cinema in terms of you watching a film and it having the arcs it needs to have and the character development. So things have to be changed. Um, I didn't read, I didn't, I don't remember if I've ever read, I, I remember reading pieces of the book, but I don't, the memory of The Color Purple, the memory I have is the movie. And. I'm in love with the movie. I watch it every time right. it's on, and I'm able to I watch mean, it's, it. It's, I watch it. It's definitely, it's definitely entertaining. Don't get me wrong. The Color Purple, the movie, is entertaining. However, if I were to create, or if if I were be to be, if I were able to create the movie based on the book, the Color Purple would reflect how precious was for. The book push because when you read, and you don't think purple, that was relayed in Celie's character in the color purple. The the, the overarching vibe that what I was got, for you? it was too comedic. Comedic. Yes, there were too many okay. for me. For me. There were too many scenes that were tried. It was it, because the movie was heavy. It was a heavy movie. 
There were a lot of things that, that are, there are a lot of themes that are in that movie that are really heavy. And you have to think about the time that that movie came out. People weren't really talking about those type of, you know, um, topics, you know, molestation, rape, you know, right. um, infidelity. Exactly. They so don't you think there should really be some comedic about. moments in there? That, 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 to me, is more of a reason why there needs to be some kind of comedic relief. What and I agree with you. What I'm saying is, is that, and from from my perspective, it it just was. It was almost like it was a kind of dark comedy versus mm-hmm. yeah. A, and but that wasn't how that movie was was um, presented. Well, I don't know. You saying a dark comedy? I don't look at that. What to me was not a dark comedy. There's, 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 the, the Color Purple was not a comedic movie. They had moments of com, uh, moments of comedy uh, or something that could have been. Uh, I mean, when you say comedy, you know, you mean are you talking about the part where he was trying to cook and couldn't cook, and she had to leave because he was about to burn the house down? I mean, that was a small couple of seconds of a comedic relief on something. I don't think that makes the movie a comedic movie. I don't think that that when you look at um, how a movie is categorized, Color Purple does not show in the comedy section just because it yes. had a few points of comedic relief. Not at all. No, I, I, did, I don't I, definitely what I, know. What I mean is that like the characters sometimes in certain scenes were definitely um it's hard to explain because I know so how. We're gonna have to really disagree on that one. Yeah, we we are because I, I honestly, as much as as much as I can quote, you know, um, lines from the movie and everything, it's not one. Of, it's it's really not because when I when you read the and you and then you sit and watch the movie, it's like okay, they made everybody so hokey. That is not true. Everybody in that movie was not hokey. When you read the book, when you read the book, (laughs) but that's the thing. I think that's the difference. You have you had the expectation that the movie was going to be the the book. The movie was going to be the book. I never had the expectation that the movie. You do. You do have the expectation that the movie was going to be the book. That's why you're upset. I never. I've never had an expectation for the book, for the movie to be as close to the book. What I'm saying is, is that if The Color Purple was made today, was remade as a movie, the for me, my in my mind's eye, the energy would reflect the the type of energy and the type of. Um, screenplay that Precious was because that was the type of book that that was. It was about you keep, you keep saying that's the type of book that which means that you had the expectation that all of the elements from the book was going to translate to the movie. You had an expert. It is true. You ha- you did have that expectation, and that is why. And because you had that expectation, that is why the movie kind of failed for you. I did not have that expectation. I know for a fact that the book ain't going to be the movie ain't going to be the book. That there's going to be some characters. going to be some extra characters added in. There's going to be some another little hidden other storyline that probably wasn't in the book or something that was possibly um, really detailed in the book in terms of character probably won't be as detailed in the movie. Other things will come. Like, I, have, I know that, that that's what happens. I didn't have that mm-hmm. expectation. You know, but mm-hmm. you did, and I think if you didn't have the expectation, you would look at that movie through a different lens. But needless to the fact, back to the point, was that, 
even with even with that movie and how wildly it was, you know, it is a classic. Particularly, well, it's a classic. Period. It was not. It 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 just wasn't celebrated. It wasn't celebrated. Right. There's a whole lot of movies that I mean, Malcolm X wasn't celebrated. Right. And I, and it received I, and awards, even, but it didn't receive awards on the major platforms. It received like um, it received other awards. That it wasn't like not Academy, not any of those things. To my to my right. knowledge. And and of course, I mean because that that movie talked about a figure in American history that is very controversial. You know, he there are people who stand on either side of their, you know, support and non support of Malcolm X. So, you know, when we think about movies that have been nominated for Academy Awards, you have to think about what is it that that is real? You know, when you when you see the different um, awards and and who has won in the past, you see that there's a, a trend. It's going to be a, about you know either a person who has clawed their way, you know, from the bottom. It's going to be a villain. It's going to be someone who you know. Um, or or some or a person who has persevered through a situation is fictional, fictitious, or it's real. It's not going to necessarily be a person who has been controversial in history. It's not. Or a topic that overall people in America do not want to talk about. Well, no, but, but see, okay, but somebody could turn around and say Schindler's List. On the Holocaust, um, let's, but was hold on now. Flag, flag on the plane. Okay. So let's, but hold on now. We talk okay. about the Holocaust. Mm. We talk about it. We they celebrate it or or memorialize it. It is discussed. It is part of American history. It is part of the history that is taught in schools. What it do you mean, accepted. part of American history? Other tragedies. Were also a part of American history. It's about I, who thinks what story is worthy to be told. But that, from but what vantage what I mean point about, is it going to be told? Right. And, but and whether or not it's worthy of right further of exploration or and, cre- and, yeah. and discussion. Right. What I mean, and I'm I'm not saying that nothing else is part of American history. What I'm saying is is that that is a part of what is discussed as American history. Other things mm. in other in other other situations with other races of people is not necessarily you know added to it's the conversation, right? Or it's not it's glossed over and it's not it's not really you know the the information is not divulged it's not really discussed, you know the Holocaust and and you know the World War Two and all of those things that is a huge part of what is accepted and what is heralded. As part of American history, never forget. That's what they say. So of course, but when you talk about slavery or the the you know degradation of the Native Americans, and we're going to make a movie about that, what nomination? And and when it's being made, and then we should be talking about you know, and when it's being made. I, I don't know about right. you, but I'm kind of you know and. And, and listen, I grew up with. I have watched Roots. I have watched, 
You know, there are movies that have been successful, but, the, but what I'm realizing is that the ones that are highly successful are the ones in terms of we're talking about the African experience in America. <laughs> right, they're not getting critical acclaim. It, it, it's, from, it's from a vantage It's from the starting point is always slavery. That is why right. when, I, when, when I was growing up, I enjoyed, I don't know if you've ever watched it, when it came on TV with Shaka Zulu. I yes. was so amazed by I had never seen I mean, listen, my mother stocked my library up with all kinds of of of, of, of books teaching me about my history and, and all of that. But on T V on the screen, I had never seen uh in cinema a black king. You understand? Right. It didn't start in terms of where the story started, where you can look and see the trajectory of a person's life in terms of them having or getting to a place of prominence and, and, and that prominence lasting throughout their life and all of that. I mean, we all know how the story ended um, in terms of the, uh, the, um, the, the movie, um, but <clears throat> I was so... Um, just in awe of, you know, I'm, and as a child, you know, I'm like, I remember saying, oh, my God, look at all these people. I mean, it was just so many, so many people. It was a beautiful, I could tell a lot of effort and time and budget and all of that went into it, you understand. And I had never seen it. These actors that were on the screen, I didn't know who they were. They were, and I just, mm-hmm. it, to me, it was magical. And I have yet to see anything else like it since. Please tell right. me any other. Have you ever seen another movie that resembles Shaka Zulu in terms of talking about an African king and his, you know, his his uh, his gain and his riches and life and you know how he was able to over um, overtake other uh, a country? You know, I had never seen anything like it. Right, right, right. Definitely. I mean, you know, that was um that was an epic event. I mean, I think my mother still has the, the VHS tapes where she taped it because it was just something that, you know, you you weren't seeing on T V a lot and unless that was something that you were studying or that you were exposed to, like you said, you you really didn't know that this was how, you know, certain people um, lived because all we were taught was that they lived in dirt huts and, you know, they were slaves. And mm-hmm. it was like that was where the history began. You know, it was almost mm-hmm. like we were taught to believe that we were saved from this wretched, you know, land. And right. when we, we had to be brought saved. Here, we had to be taught. Yeah. Right. When we were brought here, this was the best thing that happened to us. Right. <laughs> You know, and I have never, I have not so, not so, not so, and that's what right. I meant. That that's and the and the, the the movies that you know do get the budgets are movies with that start at that place of you know enslavement, and that is part that is part of the, of our history, but it doesn't start there. And I just wish more, I just wish more stories and more writers would, and I'm sure there are, but they're just probably not getting the funding or whatever they need. But I just wish more stories would be brought into the forefront to show the totality of the the African experience and our experience, um, and not just our experience here in America. Right, you see what I'm right. saying? <laughs> our experience in Definitely. our homeland before we were enslaved. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know, and we have wonderful. You know, we also have wonderful people. Um, what's his name? Nate Parker. Um, who definitely, you know, it, it, that his because um, I think he wrote the screenplay. I think he directed yeah. it. He was acting it. He, he did has this thing. Um, what is it called? It's from Nate, um, Nat Turner, the story of Nat Turner, but it's called. 
I'm looking it I've up. I've got to look it up. Talking, <laughs> talking, talking. All right, so we're, it we're, it's called The Birth of a Nation. The Birth of a Nation. The Birth right. of a Nation. And, and it was paid um, handsomely for that. $17.5 um, million. Dollars. Exactly. And, and, and. That is revolutionary in the sense of the fact that he's talking about Nat Turner, all right? And if any do good, I'm not even going to tell you about that. Look it up. Yes. (laughs) Do good. And don't believe what you've heard. uh, Right. As to why a story like that receiving the funding that it did, why that is so revolutionary. If you know anything about what you've been seeing versus the story of Nat Turner, you know that this is a brave, uh, this is a grave departure (laughs) from. Um, the little stories that you've been watching on TV exactly. about exactly. Uh, the black experience in America. But, uh, right. yeah, you know, so that, to me, that was a win, um, even though, well, I don't know. My thing is they they bought it. I think it was, um, I just, with the people that bought it, I just want to make sure they do justice with it. And nothing well, is. Well, it's already done. Well, I guess it's already done, so. The film is already done. So Fox, it's already Fox done, Okay. Yes, Fox Searchlight acquired the distribution rights. So they've paid $17.5 million for this film. The film is already done. He's already filmed it. It's already edited. He presented it at the Sundance Film Festival. So the film is already done. They were He was he was shopping it for a distributor. So now okay. it's just a matter of when is this movie going to be released because it has already created a buzz because of the amount of money that has been spent to acquire this movie. So how long are they going to hold this movie before they actually release it is where – I'm waiting for. Mm. That's, what I, that's, that's the question. What's going to happen that's with it? Is question. it going to sit on the shelf? Is it going to sit on the shelf until 2020, or are they going to release it, you know, fall of this year? Are they going to release it in 2017? You know, how are they going to, you know, and when are they going to release this movie? Because he's already finish the movie. The movie's done. And then there's now a show that com- that's going to be um, coming on the WGN network called Underground that um, the Journey Smollett um, is a part of. And um, it's, you know, about some, you know, people of African descent who are on a plantation and they are planning to escape. So, that's another show that is going to be um running and mm. you know there's 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 programming but how often are we supporting it and i think that's that, that's another question is that we right. want to say you know we want more nominees but how many people are actually going out and buying the movie and not buying bootlegs mm. or not the DVD, you know the bootleg dvd oh, from the corner man and then the, the, the launchman Right. You know, how many of us are actually going and supporting? You know, people are upset about, you know, um, Straight Outta Compton not being nominated. But did you really think that Straight Outta Compton was going to be nominated? Well, uh, see, that's the thing. Uh, to me, I always have, you know, I'm I'm always excited when I see that the movies that I enjoy are. And it's not, it's never really a shock to me when they're not. You know what I mean? Um, but but in doing so, I can't be, become so desensitized that I don't speak up, that we don't speak. Because um, us 
the community speaking up has definitely started a movement where some of the policies and the protocol by which the um, academy runs business have been have been changed. You right. know, in terms of how long can somebody be in the seat or however it works, um, all of that has been revised. Uh, and that's great. And would it have been done had not people, you know, have made, you know, made, uh, you know, a stink about it? I don't know. I don't think so. Right. I don't think it would have been done as re- as fast as it as it happened. Right. I don't right. think so. You know. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, I don't think so. You know, and it's important to be. It's our. We have. You know, that's the thing. You just can't sit back and do nothing and expect change. It might be uncomfortable. Hey, you might even be shunned for a bit. Right. Um, You might even be shunned, but it's like, well, what's what's the greater good of it all? Right. And you you can't sit back and and not expect change. That's that's really the the core of the core message is that you know with anything. You can't just sit back and, and expect things to just happen just because you want them or you wish them to. You know, and and people, you know, you have, and sometimes you know, people have their own convictions. You know, um, there are some people that thought, hey, you know, because. Um, there's really no diversity here, and this is a shame. There's no uh, actors of color nominated whatsoever. I'm not going to support. And that might have been because of their own convictions. That's that's how they're going to make a stand. But then you did have other people who did show up. Kerry Washington showed up. Kevin Hart showed up. I think I saw pictures of Dave Chappelle was there. It was a couple, you know, it was people that did show up that said, well, you know, I know Chris Rock is on this platform. I'm going to show, I'm going to show up for my, um, from from my brother. I'm going to be there for those, you know, even though, you know, no, this, 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 um, you know, this year the nominations don't reflect us. No, they don't. But I'm not going to lock myself out of it. I'm going to, you know, people had that. Uh, perspective, which I respect right. too, you know, uh, which I respect too, and calling people a sellout because they went or whatever, you know, uh, I don't think that's necessarily fair. I don't think that's right. fair. And I think a lot of the people, honestly, you know, not to be funny, but a lot of the people who are shouting sellout, again, like what Chris Rock said, you weren't invited. So but whether or not they were invited for, or not, but what they deserve the right yelling. to be there. No, you can have you can have your opinion. Well, I'm we're not, not talking about this. What, I, what I'm what I'm saying about you weren't invited. Not saying that they don't have a right to be there, but you weren't invited. So your comment really is not. It's not. It's like throwing pebbles. You're not making an impact. You're calling names from the sidelines when you could instead of you using your voice to just downgrade what whatever the situation is. Okay, so now what? Are we going to sit down? Are we going to attend the American Black Film Festival? And are we going to really work with, you know, the writers and producers that are, um, you know, presenting their works so that they can pitch their, um, you know, their their films to the Sundance next year so they can possibly be in the running for the Academy Awards? Like, what are you really doing? Because all this yammy, yammy, yammy talking, it's not helping anything. Because I bet you any of those people, they're not going to. So now they've boycotted the Oscars. Are they going to go down to the American Black Film Festival in Miami? Will you see them there? That's a that's a worthy question. So this that's is what I'm saying. Question. It's like we, we want to have these conversations and we want to, you know, pump our fists in the air. But then what are you doing now? 
Because now that you've, now that the attention is on hashtag Oscar so white, now what are we going to do? Is it just going to be another hashtag? Another hashtag. Right. A hashtag brings awareness, but it doesn't, and it might even spark up a movement, but it doesn't, but it doesn't necessarily change. do the full work of what it would take to get it done. It has to be no. all hands on deck in order for it right. to get it done. You know, and a then people and listen. Create change. It, it it what it does is it cause, it brings awareness. You right. know, that's all it does. But you the hands. The people have to be, like I said, all hands on deck for the get you. And sometimes you're going to be on the outside looking in when you do speak up. Like I can't forget, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know if it was, I think maybe it was in the 70s, or I, I believe, and Marlon Brando was nominated for an Academy Award. And he did not, um, he sent a, a, a Native American woman, I think that was in one of his movies, her name was Sachin Littlefeather, and he sent yeah. her up to receive, he sent her up to the podium, okay, and her, and I guess what he instructed her to do is to let everybody in there know that he was not going to accept his Academy Award because of the treatment of Native Americans in the the film industry, okay? Right, now, right. Now, now that was a bolt. Now, listen. When she got up there and said what she had to say, people booed. He did not show up, but when she got up there and said what she had to say, people booed her, and others clapped. Okay, which you're going to expect something like that to be very polarizing. But it, it, but it's really important to notice to to note two things. Number one, um, again, being in the position. See, to me, positioning is a lot. When you exactly. are in a position where people have already, people have already. Uh, you've already gained a respect for your work. You've already made a mark. People um, just respect your level of artistry. You're not just some fly-by-night artist. Um, then you can say, no, thank you. Right. That makes an impact because people all over the world know who you are. And so that's one thing. Because he continued to work. Mm-hmm. That Sheen Littlefeather never worked again. <laughs> right. She right. never worked in Hollywood again. What does that tell you about the diversity issue? He right. went on and made movies. She did not. Right. Right. You know, so how how do we, you know, um, effectively create change and also be inclusive at the same time because that is a, that's also an issue no matter you know what arena you're in is how how can you be inclusive and also create change because part of change is sometimes it excludes people because not everyone is going to be able to adapt to that change. But how can you be inclusive and supportive and still provoke change? Mm-hmm. And I think in um, in music, in the arts, in social justice, we have to constantly think about that. Is how can we create change but still be sensitive enough to include the people who will follow behind us and, or who are not you know, sitting at the table of, you know, inclusion at that particular moment. Right. Right. And it just goes to show, it just, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. 
And it starts with having the comment. Sometimes it does start with saying the uncomfortable thing or at least putting mm-hmm. it out on the table for it to be examined a little further. It starts with having conversations. It starts with, you know, um, policies being reviewed and, like, you know, well, why does this have to be? And even and, and not just about the diversity issue. Um, uh, Chris Rock spoke about the gender inequality issue in the film industry. He said something, and it just blew my mind, because I'm like, yeah, how come I never thought about that? He said, how come there has to be a a, a best actor and a best actress, and why, why, does it, why do we have to be separated in terms of a gender? Why can't it just be who was the best actor, and it be a male, and female, uh, male and female nominees within the same category? Right. Why did it have to be separated in that in that way? And I think that, I think also when we look at equality, uh, gender equality, I think that also needs to be revisited as well. Why does it have to be a separation? What did the, you know, um, so there's just things to look at. It's definitely something, and I think, like you said, it, it, as long as we have opened the floor for discussion, it it. It helps us to be able to, you know, identify the things that are are, are necessary for change, you know. But mm-hmm. as as long as we're, you know, saying I, I don't know. Sometimes boycotting is not always the right action, in my opinion. Because in some regards, it blocks it you, you even further out. Right. Yeah. Instead of right. saying, okay, no, 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 I am part of this. Me, I am part of. Part I am of an actor. Right. I, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying I am an actor. I am an actress. Right. I am in this sorority. I am in this fraternity. So because I have my foot, my both feet in the door already, then now I, I'm, you know, I am in a position where I can say, okay, or or petition the president of the Academy Awards to say, okay, listen, um, what are your policies? How? What is the stand, What is the protocol? How can you, as a president, affect? You? And she, ha- even the president, is a black uh, woman, I believe. Yes, Wait, she am is. I? Am I? She is. It's a black woman you who is actually the president, and she right. was just as appalled. She right. was just as appalled, and she, I think, initiated some actions that caused change. So sometimes right. you do got to stay in the fight, and sometimes boycott may, like you said, it may not be the right response for the issue. Right, and I mean, even one of the producers of the Oscars, the live um, simulcast, was Reginald Hudlin, who, you know, for those of you who are of a particular age, you know the Hudlin brothers from Minister Society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so so you think about just the the trajectory of you know that career from you know this um he and his brother being two young men producing this absolutely controversial movie to now him being able to produce a a a show um you know a a live show that right now is creating so much conversation so much buzz people are talking about it in a way and even though the ratings were low i think the conversations that are surrounding the oscars um is what needs to happen you know I, some people just don't watch that, you know, award shows because they're boring. Mm-hmm. But there does need to be inclusion there because, you know, especially if we are going to reflect, um, you know, American culture, international culture, it, it's not just one faceted. It's multifaceted, and it it 
covers a wide range of people and races and creeds, and the right. the awards definitely need to reflect that. Exactly, and if you like, I said if you boycott, if it, you know. Again, boycott may not be always the solution. There's certain actions. There's certain actions that bring awareness. There's certain things that bring awareness and serve its purpose in terms of bringing awareness globally. And then there are other actions. There there are other steps you can take that actually affect change and get things in motion. Tweeting, hashtags, making videos. Those things bring awareness. They, they. That's all that they do. Then it's not, and it might spark. It might it sparks conversation, maybe for people to start revisiting. But the work right. still has to be done that a hashtag can't do. Right now, right. we all boycott. There would be no Cheryl Boone. Cheryl Boone Isaacs is the black woman who's the president of the academy. If we all right. sat outside looking in, there would be no Cheryl Boone Isaacs. No, Who's the president that can say, as a black woman, this does not reflect the intentions or the vision I have as the president for the academy? Right, right, right. And I think also we need to understand is that the the academy is not just for Americans. Right. That's one of the things that we we sometimes forget is that, mm-hmm. you know. The the Academy Awards, the Oscars, you know, whatever it is that you want to call it, is not just for American movies. It is international. So mm-hmm. that that is in itself a daunting task. As how can you, you know, I I feel sometimes that they need to, you know, highlight a lot of the um, the international films that are um, being produced that are winning awards. Because I think um, I know when I watch, you know, bits and pieces of the um, of the Academy Awards in the past, I've Googled those other those foreign movies because I'm like, gosh, that looks good. I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've actually watched them, and they're like really good. And sometimes they're better than some of the movies that are playing in American cinema because they're talking about real issues. They're they're you know exposing conversations that, um, you know that that aren't necessarily talked about or allowed to be discussed um, in American filmmaking. Um, so I think those those films need to be championed even the more because then you're able to see the world and how the world is approaching issues in their communities so that we're able to then say, okay, these are the type of movies that we need to start making people of color so that we can really present ourselves, you know, to the academy with some with some really um legitimate work. We can't expect, you know, Fifty Shades of Black and, you know, Wayne Brothers movies to be nominated for Oscars. They're not Oscar material. Mm. They're not. They're, they're, they're not. Because when you really think about it, what movies, what movies with people of color have you seen that, are, you know, outside of the ones who have been nominated, that have really taken your breath away and been like, gosh, that was a great movie. want to see it again. And what area, what do you mean? In what areas? I'm just saying in general, in the last in the last outside of you know, um outside of the, the last maybe five years. Other than the ones that have been What nominated, movies have really blown me away? 
that that were that were in that included people of color or that were produced and and made by people of color that have not been nominated see i i got to come back to that cuz i'm sure i have a list i'm sure i do have a list i just my issue is that the ones that are um I just feel like there are other stories. My issue is that I feel like there are other stories that can be told. That is what my beef is. But I'm sure I can provide a list for you of of certain movies that I feel that weren't nominated that should have been That's what you're asking. What what movies that you feel weren't nominated that should have been nominated? Yes, yes. Well, uh, hey, Beast of No Nation was not nominated. It was an awesome film. But it's just Elba. Right, so um, that's one. It's what I'm. Well, what I'm saying is, right say, come on, no, I'm on the spot here. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sure not, there are more no, movies I'm I'm I come not, up I'm with, not, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not asking you, Ariaga, to name them. What I'm saying, I'm using that as an example because it's not like there is an overwhelming number of movies that we could say, oh, my gosh, this one, this one, this one, this one, and this well, one. Well, you don't know it's that like, because, no, yeah, yes, there, uh, trust me, I'm sure, I don't know about overwhelming, but I'm sure there's a, so so I don't understand what your, what your point is. Are you saying because they saying weren't nominated, that, that means they deserve not to be nominated? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is is that we haven't seen, outside, I didn't see Beast of No Nation, but I heard it was really good. I saw a concussion. That was excellent. Yes, I was upset that um, Will Smith wasn't nominated. However, when you, there, the the argument of the inclusion for me, just from my point of view, and I could be totally off base here, but my feeling is that if there is going to be an argument of inclusion, then there needs to be more than one or two movies that we're mentioning when there we're saying more than one, more than one and two. This is the thing: there are movies, there are indie, there are indie films that, that sometimes the, the most general public don't don't it doesn't see the light right, of day with them. The movie, and you also have to look at what movies get put in our neighborhoods just because you don't right. see it don't mean it doesn't exist. There are films no, that I'm don't saying, have, right. that are great films that don't get the money that they, that's why there's, you know, now times as an indie film, um, it doesn't really get the budget that needs to be on a larger platform. And then on top of right. that, there's a lot of movies that we don't get to see because whoever makes a decision decides, oh, well, black folks ain't going to go see that. We're not going to put that, that movie in, the, in, that, in that particular neighborhood. You know, there's so many times I had to go way outside of my neighborhood just to see a movie, a particular movie right, I right. wanted to see. They wasn't so playing the- Steve Jobs at Linden Theater. No, <laughs> no not at all. Was Steve Jobs. That wasn't there. Right. You understand? So in the in the different categories of of the Academy Awards, there are independent films that are nominated. In, in those different categories. I think a lot of times we, we only focus on the categories that they show. Best actress, best, you know, actor, mm-hmm. best supporting actress in all of those movies, and then best film. So what I'm saying is is that, yes, there are independent films that have been nominated. And a lot of those um, nominations are not shown during the telecast. Exactly, it's right. It's in, it's in the pre-telecast. Right. They don't even get there. But what due, I'm saying, d- right? Justice. But what I'm saying about in terms of when when we're talking about major motion pictures, not independent films, major motion. We're pictures. talking about the ones that we've been privy to, and not necessarily the yeah. ones that we don't really that hasn't really been getting the platform. I, I get it. Right. They're talking about the, the people of 
right. The people are going to go with what's available, and they're looking at the pool of what was immediately available to them. And within that pool, there were certain there were certain um, black films that did not get their. So they right. You, they're looking at their at that pool, but outside of that pool, I'm sure are plenty of other you know movies that probably should have have gotten a larger platform had they gotten the the budget that they needed but a lot of listen that politics goes into that too as to what films get funded and what don't and the right. and the ones that do get funded where are they playing where are they where are they think, that was one thing that Chris right. Rock did he went he went and talked to the people in the neighborhood and they were like what's what, what's that what well, we didn't heard that movie before okay, that just goes right. to show you with some right. access Right, and I think, is I another think thing too. the, layers the to real, this girl. The real, yeah, there's super layers, and I think that the main conversation is what happens at these film festivals because that is where the the major moves are made. We can't argue with the academy you know now oh how come it, because those movies weren't bought like we we just talked about with the you know the birth of the nation that movie was purchased now by fox searchlight so now we now have to hold fox searchlight accountable what are you going to do with this movie how many screens are you going to be you know presenting this movie on is it going to be accessible to the black community similar to what i they would not think that that movie would not be accessible to the black that that would be a grave mistake. No, what I'm saying is, is that are we going to have that conversation? Are we going to speak to, you know, our community leaders and ask them to do what they did for Selma and offer tickets for, you know, um, school students so that they can go and see the movie, so that they can have a dialogue? You know, is that going to be something that we do? That is then, for me, that is what then will legitimize a conversation about there not being inclusion. Because once once you do that, then you're able to really come to the table and, and have a conversation but just to stand on the sidelines and throw rotten tomatoes and go oh i'm not going and it's it, it, what change are you making you're not making any any change in fact you're now making the argument as to why you won't be there next year anyway because mm, you're not so you're not helping to solve the problem <laughs> right and that's what we got to think about how how can we be a solution how That's can right. we be the solution? Do we stand on the sidelines or do we put our, what you always I say, put put our hands on the plow? <laughs> put your hands on the plow. Put your hands on the plow. Do-gooders. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Listen, determine to be a do-gooder. <laughs> put that goal in sight and go open other doors for yourself and ultimately for others. Remember, whatever you want in life, you can have it. And you can't get it if you're standing on the sidelines all the time. So I do good as a go-getter, so you got to get up. And what? You got to go get <laughs> go it. You have to go get it. Get go get it. it. Go get it. <laughs> All right now.